This is the Scoop Me Out podcast. I'm your host and coach, Jorge Chavez. My goal is to uncover people's stories who dare to amplify their professional and personal life. If you want to discover how they grow from challenges, this is your podcast. Have you ever thought that living abroad will bring you that inner peace that you're looking for? Listen to Ellie's stories from engineering to human resources, from Romania to France to Switzerland and the Netherlands. She will open your eyes on how to become an insider when you feel like an outsider, wherever you are. And I contacted Ellie because she has such an impressive story, life story of resilience specifically, how you have been adapting to many roles, many countries, and at the same time, meeting so many different people from different cultures. So I'm, I'm gonna give a brief background on, on you, and please correct me if I'm mistaken. Uh, basically, you started taking a, take, uh, getting a mechanical engineering degree in Romania, and then you moved to a master's in sociology, Indeed. and then immediately you got a job in HR. And from there, your HR career just started to rocket, right? And <laughs> and right now you are uh, after many roles in different countries like France, Switzerland. Uh, you are back in Romania, working mm-hmm. for a French company, right? Um, I believe you are uh, the head of the Southeast Europe Human Resources. Right? Indeed, Isn't, that's okay. true. All right. So um, I'm going to start by asking you a simple or maybe not a such, such a simple question, which is, who is Ellie? <laughs> Thanks so much, uh, Jorge. Uh, I don't think it's a simple question. It's a big one, uh, which has many answers. Uh, and I would say that um, Ellie, it's uh, Ellie Angelescu, in fact. Um, born in Romania many years ago, 68 more precisely. Um, indeed, I have a career, uh, a degree in engineering uh, in the 80s when Romania social, political uh, and economical context uh, somehow pushed me into such a degree. Um, and then later on, I have decided to make a switch in my career, taking um master degree in sociology in Paris and uh, you are very right from that moment actually my entire career life changed because I moved to human resources which is completely different comparing with my first degree yeah that, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to intrude you there like going from the engineering world and then immediately moving to human resources it seems like there was something inside you that was pulling you to that area right yeah, that's very true. Actually, um, as I have mentioned, I have arrived being an engineer just by circumstances, external circumstances. Mm. My heart was never there, actually. I was very good in math and physics because mm. at the time when I uh, actually finished uh, uh, high school, these were the best high schools in Romania. Huh. And that's why I have chosen this path of engineering because being an engineer at the time, it was great. And uh, uh, you had a sort of guarantee that you are going to have a sort of job in a city 
while whatever else you would have chosen, you would have arrived in a small town or on countryside. And this is something that I didn't want. Mm. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's not just uh, that uh, this change happened suddenly. I think somehow, as you mentioned, inside me prepared me for that. And I was mm. dreaming actually about making a career change. Mm. Uh, and I was very much triggered into this, you know, human um resources and interpersonal uh, relationships, how you can support people to develop, how you can support leaders uh, to, to drive business success. And um, this is why and how I have ended up in human resources. Hmm. How did you or why did you move from Romania to France? Yes, um, actually, I have done my master degree in sociology in Paris, uh -huh. and I have decided to do that uh, because that would have increased my chances uh, to become more skilled, more marketable. Uh -huh. uh, and um, that's true that I have a sort of um, uh, relationship, uh, kind of um, heartly uh, relationship with France because my sister, my younger sister, is, is living there for 20 years. Okay. So that was the link, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I have met many people who go study abroad. And sometimes these people are trying to find kind of like peace abroad. You know, like they're trying to, to they're, not, they're not having this convenience or comfort in their home country. And they're just trying to see something new outside, something outside of their country that maybe they can find a place where they can feel good about themselves. Were you part of this? Were, were you kind of like feeling that back then? Yeah, you can say that because actually um, this is also linked to the political background that we are living here in Romania, you know. Mm -hmm. We are passing in uh, end of 89 actually from communism to uh, democracy and uh, it took us a while actually to understand really what means democracy. And I would say that now that I'm back, we are not there yet. And there are many, many things that somehow pushed me out. And it was always a dream. And I have, I, I think uh, from my university uh, class degree in engineering, 70% um, of the people left Romania and wow. they went everywhere. Canada, UK, uh, Sweden. So mm -hmm. you, you could see that as a trend for highly educated people, you know, to find other ways and uh, worlds in which they, they could find values to which they could relate. And that was mm -hmm. my case as well. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So after France, you went to Switzerland. How, how, how did you adjust yourself to, yeah. switch, to switch that often? <laughs> That, that was a quite interesting experience, you know, while I was um, um, having my degree in sociology, I started to work indeed uh, in human resources, I mm -hmm. was uh, getting, yeah, I worked in different industries, different companies, and one point in time, I have arrived to uh, be in a company that after several years of being the HR manager for Romania and Bulgaria, they mm -hmm. proposed me as um, a step in my career uh, path, a regional role based in Switzerland. Oh. And uh, yeah, th that was different comparing with uh -huh. what I was doing because it was about uh, talent management and organizational development. Also, mm -hmm. the, the geographical scope changed a lot. 
And uh, yes, I ended up um, living in Switzerland for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I have to say that it was, uh, at the beginning, I think it was a big cultural shock, starting with the cost of living uh, oh. differences. Uh, yeah. And uh, I would say that at the time, you know, my, my husband started to, uh, to learn to cook, how to cook when mm-hmm. we saw the prices. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was quite different. Um, and uh, I would say that uh, whenever I was there, actually a sort of outside peace was coming because everything uh, is going very well from political standpoint of view, um, economical, uh, social. Um, so everything uh, outside was like perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. Somehow inside me, there are other things happening and what I thought for a while to be inner peace actually was just something which was brought by the external environment. Huh. Uh, inside me, there are other things happening. And yeah, we can, we can dig uh, more into that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one question that I have is that you were involved in the talent management and organizational development. How were you able to develop an organization in which you were not, I wouldn't say part of it because you worked there, but you were kind of like an outsider for the locals. For yeah. Yeah. I would say that this is the beauty of um, being, <clears throat> sorry, being part of a multinational mm-hmm. because uh, being in the headquarters of Switzerland, actually I was surrounded by, by many other nations. It was not about locals. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, we were, I was having colleagues from everywhere, from South Africa, from France, from Netherlands, from India. Uh, so it was a really very, very diverse environment. Uh, and uh, somehow that helped me also to adjust and to move forward. And, you know, it was about um, uh, being a multinational with uh, the headquartered in US actually, we are having global guidelines. And uh, that was something that was somehow implemented in the region as well. And it was a common culture, no matter the country where you was based. Mm. And that was really very helpful. That helps, yeah, absolutely. Then Netherlands. Netherlands. That was the, the, other, the next stop before going, going back to Romania. Um, what happened there? Like, how, how, how were you able to be so determined to succeed in another new place? Yeah, that, that was part of uh, the organizational culture I was uh, in uh, because mm-hmm. it was about people development and it was something to be expected while you was performing. Actually, you had this chance to move to other roles and to really um, have the possibility to develop yourself this way. And uh, when I was proposed actually to move uh, to the Netherlands, uh, it was also about a regional role and it was mm-hmm. in, also in HR, but in a totally different area, which was linked to rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was part of the new project of putting in place an international hub in Amsterdam, which didn't exist uh, at the time, mm-hmm. uh, where again, um, talents from all countries uh, in the region uh, were gathered, uh, having regional roles, and we are trying actually to um, 
yeah, give directions for the entire, um, for, for all the countries in the region. Right. From this right. Yeah, that sounds exciting. And most of the times when people go abroad and they start to do a new role, a new project, it's very excited. And they get very exhilarated with the exterior things that they're doing. And it's like a trade-off because sometimes they start to lose contact with themselves. Does this ever happen to you? Yeah, you're right. You know, this change from Switzerland to Netherlands, it was a very interesting one for me because even if in, um, uh, in, in Switzerland I was speaking French, you know, and I, I could understand, you know, what mm-hmm. people were saying, I, I, I could have conversations. Uh, there are very big differences, cultural differences between the two countries. Uh, so um, Switzerland and Netherlands. Switzerland is a very, it's a highly regulated country. Uh-huh. Uh, and then somehow um, it, it was interesting uh, for me to, to see and to try to adapt to uh, the rules, uh, to respect them. Uh, at the same time, you know, when I moved to the Netherlands, I had a, this sort of freedom feeling which is, mm. I would say, very characteristic for, for the Netherlands. Netherlands mm. is a very open-minded, um, offers a very open-minded culture. Everyone speaks English there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something which was part of my, my uh, journey of adapting, mm-hmm. although I, I didn't speak Dutch. Uh, cultural differences, of course, exist. However, what's important is that somehow I felt uh, very safe being part mm-hmm. of this organization. Uh, and uh, th- that was um, the commonality of moving around mm-hmm. countries because right. I, I felt supported. Yeah, uh, yeah. Helped me to make the difference, actually. How would you define freedom? Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, question, uh, Jorge. Uh, freedom starts from inside actually um and and is yeah it's about um a feeling though that at the end you know no matter where you are um you can be yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh i have to say that when i'm looking to to my inner path i i had my moments and it was difficult i have to say you know uh, even if, uh, as I mentioned previously, um, outside world was providing me a lot of um, opportunities inside me, uh, it was something else that was going on. And that was linked actually to the fact that uh, um, the language, even if you, you speak uh, and, and you find a channel of communication with the others, yeah. Somehow, yeah. when it is about the inner life, the emotions, the, you know, whatever is happening inside, uh, you start feeling a bit disconnected of who you are. Mm-hmm. And you really need to make a conscient effort of being in touch with yourself. And, um, you know, after all these efforts, uh, being abroad uh, in Switzerland and then moving to the Netherlands, I have decided that it's time to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I decided actually to enroll um, in a program which was linked to uh, dance therapy certification. Okay. 
Yeah, and uh, I have taken the certification during two years, which was a uh-huh. very interesting journey uh, of being in touch with myself, you know, and yeah. uh, recovering this connection between body and mind. That sounds so interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> How would you recommend or advise for people to do this effort to get in touch with themselves, to, to move away from this disconnection? either being abroad or being in their home country, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, I I think first of all, uh, it is about um, uh, being aware of this need, Mm -hmm. if that exists. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there might be people that uh, do not feel this way and they are perfectly fine and they do not need to do extra efforts. Right. Uh, but if you really feel this need of reconnecting with yourself, uh, it is about, as I said, to do an intentional effort of um, taking the opportunity of doing what matters and it's important for you mm-hmm. and what brings you closer to you. For me, was this path of uh, doing uh, dance therapy. Mm-hmm. It, it was about yoga. It was about uh, meeting with people uh, that were practicing mindfulness. So there are all those resources, you know, that I have used at the time. For other mm-hmm. people, it might be a different path because each of us is unique and has its own path in there. Absolutely, absolutely. How much do you believe that our culture from, or the culture from our country country where we were born how much do you believe that culture impacts on getting in touch with our inner self Mm, that's a very interesting uh, question Um, uh, I'm not sure that it's a matter of culture Mm -hmm. uh, where we are born it's it's a matter of individual because I had uh, the nice surprise to see people, for example, in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. who uh, were already aware of different means of being in touch with themselves. Um, while for Romanians, for example, it's not so uh, easy and common, actually, mm-hmm. to do this uh, effort. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's an individual um, approach indeed. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with this. You know, personally, I think that the definition of culture, usually it's around all well, the people around you and in the majority, like the society. And before this time, like people maybe didn't travel that much or were not connected to people around the world that much. So you would say that, yeah, there is a Costa Rican culture, a Chinese culture, or Romanian culture. But nowadays, we have so much interaction with people around the world. Like right, right now, you are in Romania, I'm in the US, being from Costa Rica, I live somewhere else, and you have been in so many different places. So that we, it seems that we have an individual culture that we should empower to actually connect with ourselves. And getting to know our culture is the key that maybe sometimes we need to actually succeed, you know. Um, how, did you, how did you recover that part of yourself? Or how, how did getting back to Romania help you to recover that part of yourself that maybe was hidden somewhere in, in, in a corner? Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, uh, being Romanian is really deeply ingrained uh, inside me, no matter where I lived and experiences mm -hmm. I had. Uh, I, I would say that somehow deep inside, probably I never lost uh, this connection. However, as you was mentioning, um, once this globalization started, practically we started to integrate uh, things from many other cultures and we started to be the sum of mm -hmm. the experiences and places where we live, people we met. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and now that I'm back in Romania, I have to say that I'm struggling a bit to adjust uh, to my own country. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's important for me is that, you know, thinking more and uh, working more in, in my own native language helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, also reconnecting with my circle of friends uh, it, it was also important mm -hmm. uh, to, to share experiences, thoughts, uh, exchange ideas. So I'm building on that. I'm still on the process of um, recovering myself uh, as part of Romania culture. Mm -hmm. Although I would say that probably I would never be the same like eight years ago when I left. Mm. Yeah, which we, we constantly are changing, right? And it seems that having a, a system of resilience is, is both things going outside our community, our friends, our family, and the things that are actually we do enjoy, like, like you, right? You, you, you went on a journey for two years in yoga, meditation, different things, but also getting in touch with that inner part, right? And so learning how to be an insider in a place where you are considered by society as an outsider, it also applies to ourselves. So Ellie, what a journey that you have had and that you still have many years coming in your career, in your personal life. Um, thank you for your time today, for joining joining this, this podcast. And I really appreciate your, your advice and your story. And I know lots of people will, will enjoy hearing from you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot, Jorge. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please leave a review and subscribe on Spotify or Apple.